Welcome back to the 80s Laughter Podcast, episode 14, baby. And we had some pretty cool level ups, some pretty cool uh, getting to know the characters, seeing how they're developing beyond that uh, level one class. I really liked the end of last episode. Twice as strong now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every level up, they say you get twice as strong. Double, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Next time you level, it'll be four. Four grains of rice on the checkerboard. <laughs> I like this progression. We're going to have fun. Next time you level up, it's going to be at like 50 episodes. <laughs> oh, <now>. no. <laughs> <laughs> the, wait, the wait gets longer. We're in for a long stretch. Yeah, the wait gets longer oh. when you level up that way. Well, episode, what, 65 rolls around. I'll really be looking forward to level two spells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do it all at once, too. Like, if you, if you want to wait. 200 some episodes to hit 20. Oh, yeah. Just go two to 20. We'll probably circumnavigate Galarian by, by that point. <laughs> Without leveling up a single other time. <laughs> yeah. I hope the ocean, ocean is open ocean isn't too dangerous. Yeah. Well, speaking of open ocean, I was kind of curious now that we've had some time in a pirate adventure, what other ocean themed stories or adventures you guys are interested in? You know, there's a lot out there that aren't just pirates. I am a sucker for like a submarine war movie. U571, Hunt for Red October. Uh, Flood the tubes. We got to seal off a bulkhead. We're taking on water. Like, we can't take her down that low, Captain. Oh, man. I love me a a submarine movie. It's always like super red in the submarines, all the red lighting, so they don't lose their night vision. Um, People are always drowning a lot. Lots of lots of disasters down there. It's always super tense. And as somebody who is uh, six foot three and claustrophobic, I'll never go in a submarine, especially in <laughs> combat. So uh, I don't know. It's living on the edge a little bit when I watch one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice modern take. It's on a good the ocean adventure. Yeah, absolutely. I always really enjoy ancient civilization discovery, especially if there's some mystery and intrigue as you learn more about the civilization before they find it. But I think that's a lot of fun with the discovery along the way, especially if there's some ancient beast or creature in there as well to mix it up. Yeah, like an Atlantis mm-hmm. and Rotel Dorado, those kind of yep. things. Atlantis rips. That movie is so good. That really holds up. Also submarine. Oh. Yeah, hey, submarine combat. Love it. <laughs> Checking all my boxes. So I I feel as though I I've got no interest in uh, submarines uh, or other ship based things uh, like the, the focus on the ships I guess I have had some really cool like ocean based books that I've read about like sirens and like the people the fantasy people within an ocean and a sea like yeah, um, mermaids that kind of yeah stuff. mermaids and sirens and like. The Sea Queen have been usually usually they're pretty evil. Um, although right now in one of the books I'm reading, um, the 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 Queen of the Ocean is really horrible and crazy. But at the same time, she's created this like large, massive, not quite a submarine, a quite literal city underwater that she can raise and lower in order to help escapees and refugees from an area go in, which is just like interesting to read about an entire community that just like lives 
under the water. And there's a bunch of those little communities in this like book that I was reading, and there's just like a lot of people in the sea and mer people. Mm. Lend a little bit of my uh, love for Lovecraft show here, but uh, I really like movies where uh, there's like a, a civilized a civilization outpost or something, like a mining facility or like a research outpost, maybe in the ocean that comes against the unknown forces of of cosmic horror. You know, it's so like the the underwater film. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Kristen yeah. Stewart. Um, she's another stuff too. I just don't remember what. <laughs> we'll talk after. Okay. It's like that. Even like the Arctic's kind of frozen ocean, right? So that kind of counts for like uh, not quite the thing because that's like a little farther on land, but like yeah, similar stuff like that because the ocean, the, the, the deep expanses of the ocean concealing unknown horrors that rise in the movie. Have you seen the trailers for this new game that's coming out where you're on a deep sea oil rig and it gets uh, attacked by an eldritch creature? No, uh, I, I'll have to I'll have to look up the name of the game for you, but it it looks very uh, you know classic horror game esque where you don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of ability to fight back and you're kind of like on trying to keep the the oil rig from collapsing and oh. and like. You have to go through a lot of like really sketchy scenarios, like crossing like a plank between two areas while you see like the writhing mass below you oh, and that kind of stuff. Yikes. Interesting. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Subnautica is kind of in the same vein a yeah. little bit. And yeah. submarines there. Oh boy. Chris, it's like our interests had a love child. <laughs> it's like a crossover. <laughs> Lovecraftian child. Yeah. Wow. wow. I, I love me a good shipwreck story. Even if it's not on the ocean. But like a deep lake, uh, Great Lakes type of uh, shipwreck. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah. I just read something the other day about like why the, why the Great Lakes are as dangerous as they are. And I was not expecting some of the, some of the reasons. Just Why are they? The waves are closer together than in the ocean. So the ship is time like the the timing of the waves make it so that the a very very large ship can be at the top of both waves at the same time but the hull oh. of the ship is not and so structurally uh, ha has issues with that and based on the shallowness of, of some of the lakes the risk of bottoming out is extremely dangerous, especially wow. when the waves are as tall as they can get. There are a couple other ones, but I, I thought that interesting. was interesting. But yeah, yeah, shipwrecks in general, I think are, are super, super neat. Well, yeah. I mean, even just Great Lakes in winter is yeah. kind of a dangerous scenario in general, more so than out in the ocean. I think one of my favorite genres that is – Maybe a little bit more ocean adjacent, but it's oftentimes either ocean caused or it is on the ocean. Is like the the forced isolationism stories. So like the old man in the sea, like alone on the boat, the you're cast away. Like again, a shipwreck story, but alone on an island, having to kind of battle with the ocean to get off of it. 
That movie about the volleyball. Yes, the volleyball. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think that's yeah. that's an interesting subgenre of that, that I think can happen outside of oceans, but the ocean poses a unique adversary in that scenario. Oh yeah. Plenty of opportunity for isolation. Yeah. Well, I do have to give out a hero point, and this one is going to Atlas for forming Magic Club. <laughs> yeah, it's my, my own little Slytherin in the boat. Yeah, now that there's uh, three official members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Oh, it's that kind of club. Sorry, I, I think it's in this uh, in in this it's uh, it's wheel days. On wheel days, we wear pink. More on a boat, it's more like on, on wheel days we get pink eye. Huh. Ew. <laughs> it happens a lot. a lot of that going around on the world. Yeah. Everyone's eyes are just crusty on this boat. Oh. Well, this one it comes from Sai, Sai J, J, Hot Chickens. Come on, man. I know you got skills. Reroll that Natty Ice flavored Natty One and let's see him. Wrong pot, I know, but can I get some figgy noises, please? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Griff. All right. Okay. Uh, There's a lot in that one. (laughs) Jam packed. Jam packed. Thank you very much. I will take this or this uh, hero point, and I will treasure it. Throw some skills around too while I'm at it. Nice. Well, when last we left our heroes, they performed their nighttime activities upon their level up, and maybe turned a few people to their side through either gambling or talking, or being part snake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so their group of supporters continued to grow, and we saw a little bit into the mind of each character as they went to sleep and discussed how each of them has grown with their level two level up, which is a fun one when you're playing free archetype for sure. So we find you waking up the next morning with all of your level two abilities. And shortly thereafter, the bell for work rings. As you come aboard, you see one of the officers that you haven't really talked to before, but you know her as Riaris Crine, the master gunner, is in the process of lowering the ship's lifeboat, small skiff, into the water. And she turns to uh, the group of all of the sailors instead of Scourge and pipes up, Listen up, you vile pestilent lummoxes. Today's the day we're in shallow waters. I myself am going to be teaching the lot of you how to board a ship and do it the right way. It'll only be a few days till we're in the shipping lanes and once we catch sight of one, you all best be ready for action. Line up and I'll take you two by two. And I'll need a few volunteers each time to make things a bit difficult for those trying to board. Nothing lethal, nothing super harmful, but while while our contestants are climbing aboard, I'll need a couple of you to be 
throwing things overboard. Adam, to make that climb a bit more difficult, simulate another crew trying to shoot at you and get you away from their ship. Got it? And uh, a couple of your shipmates give her kind of like the eye-eye, not used to an officer like crying speaking directly to any of them and so she points out Atlas and Grady as the first to perform the task you too scales and old man we'll have you into the longboat I think scales is me uh Grady I'm an old man I know it alright listen I'm a little too old to be climbing the ship. Why don't you just bend us both into the boat when we get down there? <laughs> I know you can do it. Unlock your mind. I've seen you do it before. Not quite yet, but I am working on things. You left right. off like Grady's flask. <laughs> <laughs> into the boat. Fetch. Miss Crine, Officer Crine, what do you need us to do? Well, before she tells you, I do want to show you guys a picture of her. Oh, and of course, my calligraphy worm is tucked away in my tunic, hiding from the world. Sure. Uh, so. Whoa! Oh my god, she's so angry! Miss <laughs> Crine is a foul tempered, foul mouthed, tan skinned woman whose nose look like, looks like it's been broken quite a few times. She's got a septum piercing. She's. Uh, Constantly in a state of scowl or yelling, and this picture doesn't depict her uh, hands, and most of her clothes are coated in a fine dust of black powder as the master gunner. I'm surprised we haven't heard her at least. Before. Oh, you probably have, ah. but she's not usually directing Def- crew. Definitely yeah. wanted to so- her next to open flame, right? <laughs> <laughs> And so there's a, uh, you know, she, she turns to you. All right. The three of us will sail out to an appreciable boarding distance. But if you would, I need each of you to take one of these grappling hooks. You'll need it. Uh, and you can see in the chest that I have provided here called boarding implements if you open it up you'll each be able to take a grappling hook and equip it it is a simple weapon with a range increment of 10 feet all right and you guys can all see the the little ship now right yeah yes okay so the reason that there is a little uh token on here that represents the railing that's what you guys can target oh in combat here, and it has the appropriate AC. Uh, what we'll do is I will just enter the two of you into initiative, and the only reason this is important is I need you to track how many rounds it takes you to do this. Okay. How many lashings you get? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> we all know it. And now we throw stuff at them? Uh, like four people from the crew are going to throw stuff okay. at them. You That's guys, good. I don't think I've got good aim. Then yeah, you should you be the one throwing it. You'll miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. So at the 
start of the round. Uh, I don't really need you guys to roll for initiative. You can go in whatever order you'd like. Right now, it looks like Grady is up. Okay. So we are... The the, the boat is 30-ish, 40-ish feet? You guys are exactly 40 feet from the railing. Okay. So are we trying to throw our grappling hooks from here mm-hmm. and hook on? All right. Yep. So, you know, you can give it a big swing. The item has a range increment of 10 feet, I believe. Yep. It looks like the range penalty is automatically calculated when we target it. Which is what I was hoping for, because it's going to get easier for your crewmates to hit you the more progress you make. Oh, okay. So with with all of my bonuses and the range penalty, I'm rolling at a flat D20 here. Okay. So Grady is whipping the grappling hook around. I've never hit many shots from this distance, but let's give it a try. So the way this will work if you miss is that it takes, so it'll take an action to throw it. If you miss, it takes an action to reel it back in, and then, you know, you can throw it again. Okay. Here comes the first attack. 12 on the die. That appears to be a hit on the railing. Nice. Uh, So your grapple sails over the railing, maybe, maybe even going past it, but when you pull the rope taut, it hooks on the rail and you are attached. It'll take one more action to tie your rope off to the uh, the ship that you're on. Great, does that quick as can be. And then you can begin to climb. This will follow the standard climb rules. Okay. So uh, Grady's like he, he gets he gets around the rope, hands and legs wrapped around it so he's like underneath the rope and he's gonna start uh, he's gonna start moving moving up or attempting to. So just an athletics check here. Yep, this would be an athletics check. 18 total. Ooh. An 18 means that you move five feet. So for five feet per 20 feet of your land speed. Five feet, then. So at this point, you have moved five feet, and it is Atlas's turn. Riddle me this. Can I throw this thing with a telekinetic projectile? Um, it is a, it is of light bulk. I think you can. I think you can. Like I, I don't yeah. see why you wouldn't be able to. Does that help your range increment with it? Yeah, it substantially, it. right? Yeah, and yeah. your spell attack too. Right, and, and the two hits well, a lot better, and the uh, range disappears. So he kind of like he's holding the grappling hook and drops it, and before he does, it just whizzes over to the ship. And let's see if I can actually hit it, though. I needed it because I got a 7 off the die, bringing it up to a 15. With a 15, Crying watches you telekinetically lift your grappling hook and shoot it over the railing, pulling it taut, and she just laughs. You blasted feckless wretch. I've never seen someone use magic to board a ship. Good on you for using all the tools you have in your tool belt, though. He looks over, kind of shrugs there. When you don't have the brawn, you make up for it with the brains, right? And then he's going to copy uh, Grady's move, which is what? Pull tight for an action and then climb? Uh, Tie it off. Tie it off for an action and then climb. All right, so that's uh, same move speed, only five feet. Mm, Hang on there, friend. You had to spend two actions to cast that spell. Oh, yeah. you're right. Okay, that's, so I, I do not make forward progress. Good catch. Thank you. Yeah. 
And you'll need to make him athletics to move when you do move. Mm -hmm. At this point, Grady is the only one on the rope. And so the four crewmates are going to throw a myriad of things from, like, trying to hit you with a bucket of bilge water uh, or, you know, an errant bottle a, uh, a couple of ship nails, but they don't throw them with the precision that you would, so they're not inherently harmful. I'm going to make four attacks at Grady. We'll see if any of them hit at this range. You're in the fourth range increment. Yeah, big minus eight there. Had to deal with that. My AC now at level two, 19. Now you are off guard because you're on the rope. Okay. So that's a part Turn of that. On. 17. Yeah, just a big miss with the first one. <laughs> a natural 20. A crit. One. Uh, now, this doesn't do any damage to you, but a bucket of bilge water sails hefted by uh, Tam Narwhal Tate. Uh, and with all that strength, it manages to reach you. And so what I need is for you to make a reflex save to stay on the rope. Oh. You'll pay for that at arm wrestling. I know who did that. Oh, two on the die for a ten. With the ten, you splash into the water right next to the boat. Uh, With no target on the rope, the other two pirates just kind of hold their items waiting for somebody to get on. And it is back to the top of combat. I guess not combat. Boarding school. Back to the top of boarding (laughs) practice. Boarding school. With Grady. It's funny, that's what they call this segment in the book, boarding school. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so you think, what, like an action to climb back? Yeah, an action to climb back into the boat. Okay, so starting from scratch again here. So I'm going to board the rope then and make two athletics checks mm-hmm. to climb. 20 total. 20 is a critical success, and Ooh. so you move five feet plus five feet per uh, 20 feet of your land speed. Nice. So you 10, 10 feet, feet there. Okay. Second athletics check. 15. Another Six five six. feet. All right. Making progress. Grady is taking an easy lead here, but it's Atlas's turn to catch up. All right. Going to try three athletics checks here as my rope is taut and ready to rock and roll. First one up. Let's go. Natural 20, Whoa. 25. That's 10 feet. All right, so 10 feet, another check. Uh, He's got his tail around this thing. He's spinning up it like a snake. That's a 17 total. 15 total feet. All right, and one more. That's 15. All right, you make it 20 feet closer to the boat. Zips just past Grady and just into range of everybody else. Let me go (laughs) ahead and throw off guard on and taking my level two AC to a... Quaint 13. Oh, very quaint. Okay, it's back to the pirates on boards action and seeing Atlas pull ahead. The first strike is coming at him. Focus fire. Oh, goodness. I'm I'm just rocking these rolls. Uh, Natural 20. So I do need you to make me a reflex save to stay on. All right. Start there. 23. You're good. You managed to stay on. The next hit is coming at Grady. That is only a 16. Oh, missed by one. Okay. Another, this time, like a a bottle comes sailing at Atlas. 
but it's only a 12. Missed by one. <laughs> and then finally, uh, one of them throws some cutlery over at Grady and with a natural one just splashes in the ocean 15 feet away from him. Boy, silverware <laughs> doesn't grow on trees, you know. We need that. Okay, top of the round. Top of the round. Grady has three athletics checks to make. First one, 12. Uh, 12, you make it five feet. All right. Second one. Scampering along. Ooh, another 12. Keep going. Last one. Ooh, a seven total. Seven total is not a critical failure, so you just don't make any progress. Okay. 10 feet. I'll take that. We move on to Atlas's turn. All right. Same thing. Going to try and scamper up here. It's going to be 15. 15. That's five feet. All right. Let's keep the momentum up. Oh, you guys are close. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh, no. Ooh, with a natural one, you fall. Damn. Automat- oh. As per the critical uh, about- failure condition of climb, you fall into the water uh, about 15 feet from the ship's railing. Damn. Oh, well. And uh, you have one more action, so you can you can start to swim back. I guess I'll do that. Do you want to try the check to swim? It's calm water. You could potentially get 15 feet. I know you have a swim speed. So make sure you add four to your athletics check for having a swim speed. All right. That is going to be a 28 for that swim check. Uh, Yeah, that's easily a critical success. So you can make it 15 feet closer to the skiff. 15 feet total or 15? That's not 15 feet on top of my 10, right? No, no, no. It's So you're kind of gambling by rolling because you can automatically move 10. Yeah. But you can either move 10 like you would with a regular swim or you can attempt to check which kind of follows the same swimming rules where it's 5 plus 5 for every 25 feet you have land or if you crit it's 10 plus 5 Sure. so you potentially get further than your natural swim speed doing that oh boy it's a pirate on the rails turn and they've knocked or they didn't knock Atlas off but they uh, they only have one target so here come four strikes at Grady, who's now closer and easier to hit. And that's a 23 to hit. That hits. So I need a reflex save. Oh, no. Ah, 22. You're fine. Here comes another. Ooh, another 23. Nice. 14. Meets beats. Oh, okay. 12 will miss yes. you. And a 10 will also miss oh, you. So goodness. Grady stays in place. And it is his turn. And uh, crying yells from the from the back. Keep it up, you petulant, weak-kneed blowfish. You're almost there. You can tell, like, this is almost her way of encouraging you, but it's sideways. I can fix her. <laughs> All right. So Grady is up. Here come three athletics checks. How, I'm only 20 feet away. You are 5'10", 15. Oh, 15 total. So you could make it this this turn if you... If everything goes well. Yeah. <gasps> oh, 21. 21 moves you 10 feet. <gasps> Get it. Get it done. Here I go. And a 15 on my next scroll. Get you onto the railing. And, and the uh, the group that was throwing stuff at you kind of kind of laughs at you and helps pull you aboard and pat you on the back. And Tam's like... Sorry I clocked you when you were only just off the boat, but 
Oh, this is quite a bit of fun. Grady still has some of the bilge water on him and just wraps him in a big hug and like claps his head. It's okay, mate. Oh, you smell like shite. But I should have expected it. And now you do too. Awesome. All right. Well, with Grady out of the picture, it is Atlas's turn. All right. So I finish swimming to the boat. I climb into the boat. I get on the rope. And I guess make an athletics check? Yes, make me an athletics check. Boy, this is going to take a long time, guys. Be back in a jam. All I'm right, run that's down a natural that. 20. All right, you're moving 10 feet up. <laughs> I'm running down to the bill just to try to hit you. <laughs> he runs down to the bill just to go get some bill. Go water. ahead. Uh, okay, here come a couple strikes at you, Atlas. You are pretty far away. 13. I uh, see 13. Okay, maybe reflex save. Okay. Uh, that's a seven total. You plop right back off. Okay. And, uh, crying yells at you. You damnable plague cockroach. This is your last try. Get back up on the ship. And we're just flipping right back around to Atlas because, uh. All right. Ten they, foot swim. going to clock you in the water. Ten foot swim. Get on the boat. Try make an athletics check. All right, that is 24. That's a crit, 10 feet. Here come the here come the bits and bobs. I'll get ready to roll my reflex saves. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a reflex save, bud. That's a 10. You plop back into the water, no. uh, right. and, oh and crying kind of shouts to you, uh, you scurvy-ridden, gutless dullard. What are we going to do with you? It's all right. You've learned what you need to learn. Don't fall off when it's a real ship. Aye. And she scales or sails the skiff back towards you to pick you up and back to the ship. Isn't this, like, kind of your job, though, on the ship, is to, like, climb ropes and things? Uh, kind of. He's the brains of the operation. He doesn't have to be the one boarding all the time, or boarding <laughs> first. And after a few more groups go, she calls for... Calypso and Kaya. Okay. I think Kaya could be decent at this. this. <laughs> She's a little excited to try. Alright, do you guys have your grappling hooks? Yeah. Now, Kaya, I would say if there's anything in your pirate archetype that you think would give you an advantage here, uh, just let me know. So, I was looking at this because Kaya has boarding assault, but I think with the way the ship's uh, are height-wise, it doesn't work because with boarding assault, you either stride twice or attempt an acrobatics check to swing on ropes up to twice your speed. But I don't think I can swing on a rope or stride to the boat because it's higher. Uh, I, I would say if you make the grapple, you might be able to try the acrobatics instead of tying it off. Ooh, okay. And it does say uh, the DC is determined by the GM but is usually a DC 20 and you can swing up to twice your speed. Okay, so we're going to say if you're going to go that route, it's going to be a little bit more difficult because of the height difference than it would normally be if you were like ship to ship but I would say it's like not so much more difficult that it's impossible. Mm, okay. So that's an option for you, but we'll start with Calypso. Okay. 
Alright, well, to start, I guess Calypso will try to throw the, the grappling hook out at it. At a net minus two. That would be a four. Okay, so you miss it. You take a second action to drag the grapple back in, and then you can take another throw. At map, or? Yeah, it would be at map. Minus seven here. Got a minus three total. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> for, for your next turn, uh, you got to start it by pulling the uh-huh. grapple back in. Sounds good. Kaya is up. All right. Kaya starts swinging her grappling hook and throws it at the railing. That's an 11. That does it. Awesome. She takes a moment before she takes action and she tightens up her grip on the rope and she does want to try this with a little bit of flourish. Okay. So she yells out, fire in the hole! And she is going to attempt the acrobatics to swing across towards the boat. Let's see if she can. (laughs) (laughs) Natural one. Uh, So... She's cannonballs. <laughs> and then, I think what happens is you you start to swing, you like try to swing, and you catch your clawed foot on the railing of your own boat, and just your momentum just takes you right into the water off the side. Have you ever seen those videos of someone who tries a zip line, but there's too much slack in the line, and they just hit the water like way too <laughs> yeah. soon? Yeah. That's what I'm envisioning with the swing. So you're in the water. Your grapple is attached to the ship but it is not attached to the skiff. And so when you get back in the boat, you're going to have to uh, either attach it or try and boarding assault again. Well, and boarding assault is two actions. So she's just going to have to stay in the water for now. Yep. So you're off the railing of the skiff in the water. And with no one to target, the pirates on the railing just lie in wait just start dumping cutlery over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> they start targeting the railing. <laughs> Calypso, it is your turn. I don't be the type to board a ship. I usually encourage the others. Uh, I'm going to try again, obviously, to try and hit it with my minus two. That's a three. Okay, so you draw it in, yep. you throw, and then you draw it back yep. in. Yep, and that's it. Kai, it is your turn. I'd try to encourage you if I could, Kai. Uh, <laughs> did it inspire confidence? But you picked that up, right? I did. Oh. I just didn't think uh, I could do that when I'm supposed to be in school, too. You could do I mean, He just telekinetic projectile the thing. Yeah, to still do the school stuff. It's like using, like using calculus in physics. Kaya gets back into the boat, shakes her feathers off to rid herself of all the water, I better do this the long way. And she ties off the rope and then she will start climbing. And Kaya does have combat climber. So she is not off guard and can have one hand occupied. So she's going to have her buckler in one hand. Okay. Mm. She's not going to spend an action to raise it right now, but she will start climbing. Sounds good. That is a 13. 
13 is enough to make it five feet. All right. She starts the journey. With you on the rope, here comes a couple of bombardments, and you're not off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but an 18 on the die for a 19. Yes. Should have raised that buckler. I should have. Go ahead, maybe a reflex save. I'm rolling hot on these guys. Yeah. These, these pirates are jazzed up to, <laughs> to throw shit off board. 17? 17, you're fine. Woo. And <laughs> 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 just like an empty chest gets hucked by a robot. <laughs> like, like, you know, not like a, like a milk crate sized thing gets hucked by uh, Tam Narwhal Tate and it hits you uh, on the shoulder and you need another reflex save. He is instigating. <laughs> He's loving this. <laughs> uh, 23. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Here comes another. <laughs> How am I hitting you? I should have uh, raised the buckler. Yeah. Uh, here comes a. Uh, oh, man. What else do they have? I guess there's all kinds of stuff on a pirate ship. Here comes uh, like a discarded something or other. <laughs> Just a board. Yeah. Yeah. Flat. A loose board <laughs> comes sailing over. A natural 20 for a 25. Wow, you're just taking these hits it's in stride. It's impressive though. how much you're tanking on this rope. <laughs> That's the form of a Her true talons board. are gripping so strongly. Are you seeing this? Oh my god. This is wild. How natural is this 20. Natural 20. The crew is... <sighs> the crew is incensed. Belly's full of reef claw. Four <laughs> times <laughs> on a plus one to hit, and her AC is... 18. <gasps> Another natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> Kaya holds on getting hit at at 35 feet away from the railing <laughs> by four improvised weapons. Can't knock me off that easy. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. It's, uh, it's Calypso's turn. All right. Well, gonna try and <laughs> get that. 17 on the die for a 15. All right, you hit the railing. Oh, what a relief. Tie it off and begin to climb. Okay, and now what? I Sorry, I, it's been a while. Now what is the ath- climb? Now athletics to climb. Oh, shit. Okay. And you're going to be off guard. Okay. Well, I got a four yeah, with you just, my five on the die. You don't, uh, you don't critically fail but you don't really move up the rope. You kind of are struggling, pulling yourself up onto it. Mm-hmm. Kai, it is your turn. Unfazed by all of the junk that was thrown at her, Kaya starts forward. Ooh, that is a 27. That's a critical climb. Ooh. Move 10 feet. Nice. She keeps on moving. Well, let's see if she keeps moving. A 20. Another critical climb, another wow. 10 feet. All right, this time, Kaya feels she's getting a little closer to the boat. She got hit a lot, so she is going to raise her shield as her final okay. action. Mm, all right. She's hiding behind it, clinging onto the rope with her other hand. Okay, well, it is the crew's turn, this and vicious crew. they're going to start raining down junk <laughs> a wine bottle sails at you hits you in the beak unnecessary skill jeez another 18 on the die by the way 
Oh, a 15? That's good. You're still on. It's Tam's turn. Let's see if he can make it a three for... Tam, Tam, Tam picks up a uh, a loose cannonball and tries to tries to oh, shotgun it. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? And with a natural twenty, just <laughs> nails you square in the middle of the back with a cannonball. It takes like a long slow arc off the ship. <laughs> just clunk clunks into the and it sends you like vibrating on the rope. Oh, Kaya is clinging, digging her talons into the rope with a 22. Kaya's still on. She take. I think. I think the cannonball like sends you around the rope once, but you, you manage to hang on. Six rolls, nothing below a 17. Seven rolls, nothing below a 17. Oh God. 19 on the die. Oh man, just like an actual hunk of garbage comes your way. Yeah. That's a 21. You're still on. <laughs> they are Incredible trying as work. hard as possible to dislodge you, and finally oh. one of them misses you. Oh. Is it, what was that, a seven, seven streak? Yeah, seven. Unbelievable. That was insane. Okay. Wild. Glad we weren't having an actual combat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Calypso, it's your turn. All right, and it, I've been secured on the rope. Mm-hmm. Now you just got to start climbing. Yep, we're going to try and climb. How's the 12? You make it five feet. Oh, wow, beautiful. Look at that. Uh, I'm shaking in my bones. Um, they are not loving this. Uh, but 17. It's another five feet. With a five on the die, I got a four. As uh, I just I'm, I'm, don't have the strength to hold my own bones together. Yeah, you just stay where you are, clinging to the rope desperately. As it yeah. sways with the ship. I look like uh, I'm almost hugging it. Like there's uh, a scared person who's trying to walk across the You beam. look like an amateur on one of those like carnival ladder games mm. where you have to yes. climb the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really upside down. Yeah. Well, and I just take a lot of pauses to like try and stable it. You'll never stabilize it, but like I'm trying. <laughs> it's Kaya's turn. Kaya, you are 15 feet from the ship. She is laser focused on that railing. She tries to continue forward. Natural 20 for a 28. That's 10 feet. You That's only need another five. One. Third natty twinzoni. Oh. Uh, it would be it'd be a real duke out between me and Emily if this were a real combat. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see this uh, owlbear and Kaya fight. Oh. oh, Kaya maybe would have. Well, no, she probably wouldn't have lasted much longer. Oh, but she attempts to cross the last five feet with a 21. Another critical success gets you firmly on the boat. Ahoy there. What'd that take you? It is round four. That took you four rounds. With uh, Calypso the only target, here come a couple of junk throws. Good. I have this in their attacks as... Throne stuff. Throne stuff. Oh. <laughs> nice. Tactically correct. 15. We'll miss. 13. Miss. Wow. 18. That'll hit. Okay, make me a reflex save. Okay. 18 on the die for 24. Ooh. You hang on. Nice. And a four. Yeah. Wow. All right, Calypso, let's see what you can do. Okay. <laughs> and uh, an 11? You make it five feet. Exciting stuff. All right. Let's see about this next one. 18 on the dive for 17. 
Keep going. Five feet at a time. Five feet at a time. And I have a zero. With a natural one? Yeah. You fall into the water. I do. That's, uh, all right. That's unfortunate. Cool. So they have nothing to target, right? Uh, they have nothing to target, yeah. Uh, and crying shouts at you. You need knocking squiffy codfish. Get back on the ship. You got one more try. Oh, I got to try again? Yeah, you do. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I was hoping I'd get out of this one. Uh, so I have to get back to the boat? Yeah, however, you have a 25-foot swim speed now, right? Oh, wait. Let me make sure. Yeah, I do. I have a 25-foot swim speed. Oh. So you make it up to the boat. You get into the boat. You can start climbing again. I don't have to rethrow. No, it's tied off. Oh, that's true. Thank goodness. All right. Climb one. Twelve. Uh, you make the climb. All right. <laughs> now they're going to start throwing stuff at you. But. You swam up to the ship. One action. One action. You get into the ship. That's another action. Then you start climbing. Okay. <laughs> I'm so far. I miss you with the first strike. Hit you with the second strike. Wow. All right. Make a reflex save. All right, that's 21. Okay, you're on there. Third strike. Ooh, hits you. All right. Uh, that is a 21 again. You're still good. Final strike. It's going to hit you again. All right. <laughs> and that is an eight. And you fall in and crying just shakes her head. Me too, me too. Well, you tried. I don't be a climber. Uh, I would rather swim to the ship at this point. This is sad. <laughs> I just can't climb up the side. <laughs> Finally, it is Wit's turn uh, with another crewmate. Alright, let's see how Wit does. Let's see who's going with you. Wit and Connor. That makes a good pair. Does Wit have sticky climbing fingers? <laughs> Wit does technically not have that. Mm. However, when they're back at the ship, I think they would be able to climb up the side with that jungle strider. But Oh, yeah, because it's made of wood? Because it's made of wood, yeah. yeah. And I guess I should uh, ask, is this a hemp rope? <laughs> Wit, you are first up. Crying, it, it sounds like with all that yelling, you could use a little release. Oh, my. Connor puts up. You want to be talking about release, eh? <laughs> Wait, Connor's last name is Shortstone? Mm-hmm. That's very funny. Ooh, that's an eight. Eight's not going to do it, my friend. You have to take that back. All right, they reel it back in, throw again. That map, this is a huge penalty. <laughs> and the same result. Okay. One more try. Well, now I see you threw it, you had to pull it back, and then you threw it again, so mm. now it's out there. Yep. Connor's going to give it a shot. One grappling hook, two, One three, grappling three grappling hook. He picked up a couple from the... 
He's not going to climb. He'll just keep throwing grappling hooks. <laughs> uh, he just misses it, pulls it back, and attempts again and misses again. You're both in the same spot with no one to throw at. The pirates wait in anticipation, and it's back to Wit's turn. Oof. That is a seven. Not going to do it. Not at all. Give it another toss. Well, they can't, right? Oh, yeah. You had to pull it in. It's throw the same it, thing Calypso had. That's yeah. right. Connor pulls it in, throws it. Here we see the folly of a reload build. <laughs> Doesn't make it. Pulls it back in. Crying turns to you. What the law are you doing, you feckless, traitorous swabbies? I don't know. You've so- missed three times. I I guess I need to be shown how it's done. <laughs> did you just miss again? <laughs> sure did. Sure did. <laughs> the natural one. This is going in. fantastic. And have one more. Toss. All right. Thank goodness. With an eleven total. Okay, with your last action for the round, you hook it on the railing. Woo! It's Connor's turn. He's going to give it a toss. He's going to miss. Reel it in and give it one more toss. And miss again. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Back to wit. All right. Kai was on the ship on this turn, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my well, they're going to take the first action to tie off. And then... Uh, athletics. Ha. This is another natural one. Yep, you plop in the water. And so... And then you can take your last action to hop back in the boat. Yep. Hoy, this has been the least successful we've seen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Connor draws it back in. <laughs> it's not even interesting. One throw, two... One throw, three throws, eight throws, how many throws? Misses it. Oh, my Then Lord. draws it back in. <laughs> it's what's turned. At least you're tied off. That is true. At least you're tied off. <laughs> eleven? Does the eleven move? Yep, eleven moves you five feet. Thank goodness. That's ten. Move back five. In the boat. Oh, you're just off it now. All right. <laughs> Does it move? <laughs> yep, ten beats beats. <laughs> Keep going. Thank goodness. You're rolling at a plus eight. Yeah. I think it's the same yeah. bonus as Kaya. This is just. The other end of the dice yeah. spec. It truly is. As long as you don't roll a natty one, you're fine. This is a pretty foolish move, though. Putting yourself right up in front of the... The firing gallery? Yeah, the firing gallery here. 25 is a critical success. You get to move 10 feet. Oh, wow. What a what a joy. Connor is going to throw. Come on, Connor. Show me how them hips move. Got it. Got a swing. That Get must have done it. Into a swing. <laughs> that must have done it because he he hooks it <laughs> and ties it off, and then we'll make an athletics to try to climb, uh, but makes no progress. Here they come. What we've been waiting for: the firing gallery. <laughs> oh, and you are off guard if you don't have combat climber or something like that. Yes, very true. Misses you. Misses you again. Here we go. The dice have turned. 
Wow. Oh my goodness. All critical misses. Cool. Oh, All the trash sails by Wit into the Pacific Ocean Island. <laughs> it is back to Wit's turn. I I can see you staring, crying. She shakes the <laughs> Oh no! Twelve is enough to make progress five feet. This is, this is a lot of talk for not getting it on the railing. <laughs> Brooks, you're rowing so bad. If your athletics wasn't good, you, you would be in such trouble. So bad. It would be so bad. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a Calypso situation, making it five feet off the boat. Yeah. Uh, All right, one more athletics. Their second action Two was successes. a 13, or second roll was a 13, so another five, and here comes the third. <laughs> and another 13 total for five-foot move. Yep, Connor's going to go ahead and start trying to make progress here. Does not make progress. <laughs> Continues to fail at making progress. And finally does move five feet off the ship. Wait, you're right next to the railing, so... Oh. Here come a couple of... Wouldn't this be a shame if <laughs> they were to fall? So close, yet so far away. Can't taste it on my tongue. It's 21 Ooh. to hit. Make me a reflex save. <laughs> 17 on the die. You're good. Here comes another one. 19 to hit. How's it going? That's a 10 total. <laughs> Again, it's always that second roll from Tam. Oh. Ah. Tam doesn't even throw something. You're so close, he just grabs the grapple, like the rope past the grapple, and shakes it vigorously. <laughs> and you fall right off. No. Into the water oh. with a splash, and then the next two attacks are coming at Connor. I think that's actually hit because I don't have Connor off guard. So Connor's going to make a reflex save. Stays on. And then a final attack at Connor is going to miss. Crying yells out to you. Oh, you were so close. I'll give you one more shot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's it. We can't be out here all day. <laughs> it's turn. All right. Being. It's important you make it, because if you didn't make it, you're getting lashes later. All right. Yeah, what else is new? This happens. <laughs> they have to take three movements to swim. Get back in. Swim to this little dinghy and climb on. Well, it's less actions than it would have taken anyone else in the party. Yeah. <laughs> 25 foot swim, no joke. Connor's going to try and keep making progress here. Doesn't make any progress. Doesn't make any progress. It's round seven. My boy has moved five. <laughs> hey, natural 20. Uh, my bad. 15. 15 feet, baby. Five feet. Ten, fif, 15, 20 feet. <laughs> One foot. Just two more feet. Yeah, they're going to throw at him. Of course. They miss him. Miss him. Hit him. Gonna try and stay on. He does. And they miss him again. Alright, back to Wit's turn. 14. They start climbing. Start climbing, baby. Getting up there. Second roll. 17 total. And their third. 15 total. 
Oh, you caught up with Connor. <laughs> you, you officially lapped Connor. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Connor starts moving, stalls out. Continues <laughs> 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 to stay stalled five feet in front of him. Oh. Slow and steady, I see. Oh my gosh! Connor's <laughs> getting targeted with first two. Miss. Oh my. Miss. Is getting targeted. I guess they're taking pity on Connor. <laughs> that was a two and a one on the side. Alright, alright. A couple of them have agreed, let's just get this over with. It's just, and then the last guy just wails on you with a, with a flask. Must be part of Plug's crew or Scourge's crew. He was like, let's get this over with. Ah, that means hit him as hard as possible. Right? <laughs> that means this knock him off. Try. This is the last try. Is it, yeah. These two only have one more shot. Right. Well, Wit's reflex was a 26. So. Okay. They're still up. And they've got four. There are three athletics checks to make. And an 18 on the die for 26 total. That's 10 Come feet. on. 17. Come on! Oh, Come if you can on. crit this one, you're on. You can do it. No! Oh, ten total. Wit is in the same situation, and Tam just has the beam <laughs> in his oh, eye. Oh. <laughs> He's right off the side of the bow. Have another bowling ball. <laughs> cannonball. cannonball. Uh, it's Connor's turn. Nearly impossible for Connor to crit this, so makes it five feet. Doesn't move. Makes it five more feet. Connor's <laughs> right behind you, Wit. This is ridiculous. And here they come. Here come the shots. First one coming at Wit. Oh, yeah. He's a mess. But, but then Tam grabs the rope. <laughs> and makes like he's going to shake it, but then just like scoffs at you. <laughs> And I don't then, know what's worse, the pity or uh, <laughs> the pity. Yeah. And then two are coming at Connor again, just throwing them wide, just hoping you both make it on so they can stop. <laughs> so they both miss Connor, and it is now Wit's right. turn. Round ten. You have a ninety-five percent chance of making this, and with a two <sighs> on the die, bringing it to ten total. Progress. You very shakily make it on <laughs> Let's board. Let's go. Ten, Ten rounds <laughs> with an eight athletics check and a seven reflex. <laughs> yeah, these are just give me checks at this point. Well, this is no give me for Connor. No <laughs> progress. He needs to make progress on these last two. That's progress. Oh. Five feet. The last roll. Yeah. Yeah! Connor makes it on board in the same amount of rounds as Wit. <laughs> we'll add. <laughs> the same amount of rounds and Wit has traveled double the distance. Yeah. I'm the only one who didn't make it then. I didn't make it. Oh, I thought you made it. Okay. Nah. I got mm. close, but then I nagged Our two it. casters mm. didn't make it. What a coincidence. Strange. Weird. Throughout the crew, you've seen, you know, a decent amount of folks have made it, mostly the riggers. Uh, a lot of the swabs didn't do didn't fare as well. They were maybe 
making it. And obviously you guys were, three of you made it, two of you didn't. Hmm. Is it most of the magic school that didn't make it? Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> and so Crying brings the ship in and it gets kind of cranked back up onto the wormwood. And she stands in front of the crew. Well, it was a decent showing, but... I've seen better. Here's hoping when we see a ship, you lollygagging lot will be able to cross. Likely there will be more wildlife present in the water in that instance. So you'll be wanting to make it like your life depends on it. Then Scourge takes over. Feel lot that didn't make it across in your allotted tries it's gonna be three lashes everyone line up it'll be a busy day my arm's gonna be quite tired after this and so you line up notably um a couple of your friends are also being lashed but yeah people like um like Sill, you know, a lot of the casters didn't make it reasonably so. So, uh, I really wanted a- to say something, but it's too smart assy. Oh, yeah. To say, I'd be willing to forego the lashes to save your <laughs> arm. But I feel as though that will mean more lashes. Uh, uh so you're each going to take your lashes. We'll do this quick. Atlas, you're going to take. Oof. 15 points of non-lethal. Would have put me down last <laughs> level, I think, but I'm up. Calypso, you'll be taking 8 points of non-lethal. Okay. Uh, but this this bloody hour seems much less tense than the others, probably because there are so many people getting the lashes, and it doesn't really seem with today's activities that... I mean, if you're going to say they were targeting people, they're targeting the casters, really. But, you know, it's the, they're just... The lashes are being reserved for the people that didn't make it. And um, Crying walks up to Kaya and puts her hand on Kaya's shoulder. Well, you, my dear, were the fastest aboard. You'll be leading the boarding party when we do find that other ship. I like the sound of that. I'll practice a bit more on my... on my rope swinging. I think I could get there even faster. That's the spirit. It'll only be a few days now, I'm sure. Uh, And you guys settle in to a nice meal. Croup didn't have to participate, so... He has made dinner this evening. Oh, he worked this. He worked worked today. today. Oh, (laughs) uncommon. Without a ship's mate, he uh, yeah he had his shit together, and so we get a little nighttime activity. If you guys would like to partake, everyone seems a lot more chummy tonight, and I think maybe it's because the. The events of the day were different than everyone just having to do backbreaking work. It seemed like a lot of your crewmates had a decent amount of fun. I think even you guys each got to take a turn throwing stuff at 
uh, your fellow crewmates when they were, um, you know, when they were attempting to cross. And um, specifically, Tam comes up to the group of you. Well, aren't you the tough bunch? I felt like I got a couple good shots in, but uh, Kaya, you particularly, I think I got a cannonball straight in the middle of your back. And nothing. You are, your grip was tight as iron. She holds up her hand and her talons are gleaming. These talons really come in handy. I sure felt those hits. You have a good arm. <laughs> if they didn't call me the narwhal, they'd call me the cannon. <laughs> I've never seen someone with more metal on the ropes than that. That was impressive to say the least. Word is you'll be leading the boarding party then. Aye. I look forward to it. I'll clear the way. Congratulations then, Miss Kaya. A toast. And he raises up his uh, rum ration. Oh yeah, we gotta drink our rum rations. Aye. To each of us having talons of steel when it's time to cross into the abyss. To take what we want. And what we're owed. Yeah, I need some fortitude saves. All right. 18. 14. 23. 7. 17. Atlas is the only one fatigued by the rum ration. Oh. And it has been a day for Atlas. Damn. Yeah, it's not my best work. With... All of the hubbub of the day, I think uh, there's a lot less clickishness to the meal this evening. You see it with Tam coming up to the group of you, impressed because he hasn't really gotten to you know work with any of you. People that did notably well, like Mahim, are are being like congratulated and stuff. And I think even like those that did better are kind of like consoling like Sill and Aretta and even like come up to like Calypso and Atlas like mm. oh, it's alright it's alright what would you like to do? well before anyone would do anything for the night I'd want to do the performance to give everyone the bonus okay go ahead and make me a perform check and then people can do stuff and that is only a 17 that's still a success alright and I think tonight Rosie joins in with her fiddle as well uh, looking like her namesake, very rosy-cheeked from the rum ration. Wants to keep an eye out for Jaundice Jape. Does she see him in amongst the crew? Mm-hmm. And you notice Jape is sitting at his kind of normal spot, but while people are kind of reveling around him, he kind of continues to sit and contemplate like into his rum. Did he succeed? He did succeed. Okay. Kaya's gonna, before she walks over, if the magic club is meeting and they have books and paper around, she's just gonna walk by, take a piece of paper and a pot of ink I'm going to take these. And she just keeps walking. And then... Atlas looks up, kind of squints his eyes a little bit, 
And it goes right back to the books. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, before she approaches Jape, she writes a quick message just introducing herself uh, and then also congratulating him for boarding boarding the boat successfully and passing that trial. And once she has that note written, she folds it up and approaches him. And as she gets closer, she waves. Make me a perception check. Oh, not too shabby. That's a 20. You see that he notices you approach a lot later than you would expect and seems to only react to you when you pass his field of vision with a wave. Ah, okay. Kaya stops for a moment and thinks that maybe he isn't able to hear her. So she takes the note, passes it over to him, and also sets the ink down on the table so he can respond if he wants to. Uh, He unfolds the note and you can see his brow furrow significantly and it takes him a minute and then he looks at you and his his expression is a little lighter and he motions at the seat across the table from him Kaya walks around and takes a seat uh, you can see this is taking him a while. He holds out his hand and like like gives you the like one minute gesture and is writing and you can see he's like not holding the quill like you would someone that is like taught to write. He's holding it like a kind of a child might hold a crayon. Ah. And he manages to scrawl something on on the paper and pass it over to you and you can read it but it's like very chicken scratch handwriting and it says can't read good oh Kaya looks up to him and nods then she tries to accentuate her mouth when she speaks to him (laughs) Knowing that she has a beak, so this is a little challenging. (laughs) That's okay. Can you understand me now? Just talks louder. (laughs) No, no, not louder. She's just trying to uh, uh, make her mouth very clear when she's enunciating. He looks at you, points to himself then points to the piece of paper and then points to his lips and then he taps his head confused and touches your beak. Oh. And you can see that he can sign. So he he begins to he begins to kind of sign but I I don't think you have sign language on your language list. Um, she does not. And he, he looks at you and kind of shrugs. And then he taps the side of his head, points to himself, does a couple signs, and then points to you. Make me a society check. You can do this untrained. 
Oh, good thing. She is not trained. <laughs> so I'm rolling just a flat d20 here. Oh, but that's a 17. He is trying to motion that he could teach you. Ah. So he pointed to himself, like, I have an idea. I, and then he, you know, he doesn't really have a good way of expressing the word teach besides like signing mm. at you and then points to you, but you recognize that that's what he's trying to convey. Kaya nods at him, points at herself, and then at her head, and then at his head. Connecting ideas. He kind of smile, like he half smiles at this. He knows what you're you're trying to convey. And then he asks for the piece of paper and he just, you know, you give him a couple minutes, he's trying to write some stuff out, but obviously it's a pretty big struggle for him. And the gist of what he conveys is that he is deaf. He reads lips, but it's hard when you don't have lips. Fair, very fair. (laughs) (laughs) And then like the last sentence is kind of jumbled, but you can make out that he's trying to convey that he's surprised you are interested. Kaya smiles and points at his sentence, uh, being surprised that she is interested. And she, how to convey, enjoying learning new things about people and other cultures. She, That's yeah. Sentence to try to. <laughs> she just points at that sentence, points at her head, and then draws a smile with her talons. <laughs> <laughs> he cocks his head at you for a moment and then touches his temple as if he understands, and he performs a couple other gestures at you. I'm gonna need another society check here, though. All right, here we go. 11. I think 11 is enough to know. Again, he's being, like, very broad and trying to, like, maybe not sign, but give Mm. you, like, hand gestures that try and convey what he's getting across. And you understand that he he thinks a second party, like a second person, might be useful whose lips he can read. Kaya nods along and thinks for a moment, I do have more friends. And she points over to, to the group where she came from. And she holds up a finger, like, just wait a minute, and she'll walk back over to the crew uh, and just share that information. Kaya is already fatigued, so she doesn't want to do another nighttime activity, but I think this is definitely something she'll tell the group about so we can have someone with lips come back at a later time. Probably no. not Calypso either. Yeah, not Calypso for sure. Mm. 
Yeah, and the way you came by and just took my paper, <laughs> it's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, she will wave goodbye, and she'll take the paper and ink back to the magic club. Atlas gives you a one eyebrow, <laughs> then looks back down, all huffed up and passive aggressive about it. He, when you wave goodbye, he kind of puts up both hands, like, wait, and then he gives you a thumbs up and a climbing motion, like a climbing rope motion, points at you and gives you the number two with his fingers. She smiles and gives uh, a thumbs up back to him. Really happy that he was able to at least uh, get part of her note that she wrote. Uh, consider him influenced with that society check. Yay! Uh, to indifferent. Nice. It's a start. Absolutely. Are you participating in Magic Club? I absolutely am. <laughs> so I think to, to open it up a little bit, I want, I want to focus on still continue to do that, um, but to just kind of open it up as people are chatting and comparing magical tradition um, practices and stuff, Atlas is going to reach into the fold of his tunic and be like, I would like to introduce someone to all of you. This is the friend that found me last night. I don't quite yet understand how he was able to join this expedition, but I know he was not here when we began it. This is my friend, the calligraphy worm, Scribbles. Scribbles! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the calligraphy worm kind of crawls from shoulder to shoulder on Atlas mm -hmm. and flicks out like a little papery tongue. Uh, now, I did give him the familiar ability to speak, but I'm I'm only giving him the ability to speak uh, Sekvaroth, so only he, he can talk. <laughs> he can't talk to anybody else. And you hear him in your ear, Atlas, I'm a bit shy. Why do you insist on showing me to other people? We are making great discoveries, Scribbles. We will need somebody to record our notes. And you have the apparatus on your hands to do so. You would have me be note taker for your club. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds quite demeaning, but you are an important piece in this machine. This had better be important, Atlas. I was sent here for greater purposes than notes. Yes. Well, perhaps we can have a discussion about that at some point. You have not told me why you are here yet. So, until you are ready to do so, you're taking notes. Fine. And, and then he changes back to common. Scribbles is quite excited to join us. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, all right, so shows off a little calligraphy worm. Um, calligraphy worm is super cute. Little, little parchment dragon. He's got little inky claws that he can use to write with. It's cute as hell. Um, but Atlas is going to, after a little bit, 
asks Syl, So, uh, Syl, yesterday when you mentioned the influence of Yig on your life and your magical tradition, I uh, failed to ask, what is that like? I have not known many divine casters. Does it feel like you are your god or an instrument of that god? Explain to me. Oh, Atlas, you misunderstand. I am not a divine caster, although I venerate Yig. I am a druid. Ah, I see. But many who venerate Yig are also from the natural order. And why is that? Is that just because the serpent is a primal beast, or...? Of course. And what do you hope to achieve for Yig? She raises her bangs up, and you can see a crescent-shaped birthmark going from uh, just below her left eyebrow up and towards the center of her forehead. I bear the mark of Yig. I have since I was born. My purpose is simple, really. It's to uh, protect natural spaces. Uh, spaces specifically where serpent kind is threatened. After several particularly difficult times, I was cast out of my birth home and found my way to the shackles by ways of the rumors of ancient serpent kind. Hmm. Yig, this interests me, for that is exactly why I am here in the shackles. I had not heard that serpent kind themselves had made inroads to the land that was here before Earthfall. However, I heard that their culture had quite an impact on the local Golgan. And... Perhaps if we find ruins of Zedkulgan, we may learn more about the serpents. Well, if that is where your interests lie, then it is a good thing you found me to work with. The mark of Yig manifests in, well, normally bountiful harvests and hunts, but for us, hopefully a bountiful expedition. Indeed. Looking forward to a quite prosperous one. And I don't know if I can keep grilling her for information. This is an appropriate time to roll a check. Uh, you could roll a check. Okay. Could, um, continue with your, you know, cultism slant. Sure. Is a plus one only on charisma-based checks? Uh, I believe so, yes. But you guys have a uh, plus one on all checks after the saving uh, crewmate thing. I got a 14 to influence her. Uh, 14 doesn't move her any further, unfortunately. Ah, shame. It is uh, maybe an hour into your uh, group magic thing when a gnome who you haven't really talked with approaches the table and she has an eye patch and her hair up in like a messy bun 
Let me show you a picture of her. Is this Giffer? Perhaps. Oh yeah, she's got a little attitude in this photo. She huffs up to you, the man mm. in charge. Well, la ti da, the magic club. And you didn't think to invite the only wizard on the ship? <laughs> she slams down a, like, two, three thousand page thick, like, tome Ooh. of magic. Why was I uninvited? Do you have something against gnomes? Damn, she went right to the manager. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you misunderstand? Um, I don't think we have made an acquaintance yet. My name is Atlas Reiner. Oh, I'm Giffer Tibbs. Giffer I assumed you Tibbs. would have heard of my magical prowess by now. That's unfortunate. Um, how do I put this? Uh, magic love is a name that was foisted upon us. Um, it's not so quite exclusive. It is for those who are looking to learn more. If you are looking to learn more, you are welcome to join us. We're not recruiting members, but anyone is willing can join. Is that a formal invite then? But, sure thing. She hops up onto the bench and uh, produces from her robes, like from from like a space far too small, like a uh, sitting stool that she perches up on and opens up her book of spells. Well, it's good to finally have a seat at the table then. <laughs> we are quite glad to have you. That was an impressive trick you just pulled off here, and I would be very interested in knowing more about what you can do. <laughs> I can do a great many things. Just have a look at my spells. Oh, you probably can't read my magical ciphers. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you worry. I'll teach you. It's very important that we all share spells at the table if this is to truly be a magic club. She's going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, then, educate us. What do you have? She, you know, she opens up uh, her spell book, flips through the pages. Well, I have a great many things written down, but only so many I can prepare. Um, I wouldn't want to befuddle anybody that's trying to learn things what I <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not hmm, maybe we can Ooh, I wouldn't want to do any damage either <sighs> she first like creates a shimmering force field around herself and then creates a like from the tips of her fingers this large gem that floats up into the air and uh, when when somebody like in the group like moves towards her it like blocks their path between her and it I normally specialize in damaging magic but I know quite a bit about defending myself too then we will get along quite well it sounds like we have a lot in common I can sling a spell that will damage a person or two and I believe that my little friend here, and he like scratches, scribbles behind the, behind the ears, knows a thing or two about keeping me upright. Oh, what a rare familiar indeed. Mm -hmm. oh. I'd watch out for scribbles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's enough time outside, scribbles. <laughs> Back in the pocket. 
I'd love to hear more about how you came across such an interesting creature. That could be a story for another night. It's a long one. And uh, I think Gifford just like settles in. <laughs> like me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, wherever you're not like doing something, like she's like, no, no cog, uh, swish and flick. <laughs> oh boy. That'll, that'll oh, do no. it. No, no, no. You, you'll never be able to cast electric arc like that. That's <laughs> You're not conducting. Conduct. Project. Oh, boy. All right. Cool. <laughs> Magic club. Didn't even teach the magical cipher yet, though. Mm-mm. Exactly what we needed. Uh, know-it-all nerd. <laughs> uh, right. Anyone else doing Ooh, anything activity? Absolutely. Wit would love to take advantage of this chummy behavior and influence. Sure. You're gonna you're gonna have to help me out though, Griff. Um, is Peppery an officer, and so therefore influencing is just nearly impossible? Yes, Peppery is an officer, and you'll run into the same issues you ran into with Pat or with. Uh, Got it. So then Pabli. with that. Who is, I guess, uh, is there anyone that we haven't met yet that is part of the crew and not officers? I think you've met everybody in one way or another. You haven't really talked to Phipps, who was that uh, evil champion that fought you all earlier. I think Grady has talked to Mahim before, but not influenced Mahim. Okay. Tam has not been influenced, but, has, you know, clearly has shown an interest in the group. You think you can arm wrestle some people? They liked to play games. I think so. I, I think that's the call. Mahim? Liked Hoglog. Hoglob. Hoglog or Hoglob? Hoglob. Hoglob. Wit approaches and uh, starts with, How, how'd you do at uh, boarding school? Well, I've been congratulated many times. I did quite well. Made it across 30 seconds flat. Well, then uh, another congratulations is, is due, I, I guess, for a, a speed like that. <laughs> no congratulations necessary. You know that going as fast as some of us did just means we're on the front line when we find the ship. Yeah. But thank you nonetheless. Certainly can get mighty wild up up in front. How about another little competition? You know, keep keep the uh keep the games going. <laughs> A bit of hoglob, then. Or did you have something else in mind? Hoglob it is. I can wager a couple. A couple of coins here and there. <laughs> Sounds good to me, my friend. Okay, hoglob is going to be your ranged attack with a minus two because it's an improvised weapon. And your roll equals how many feet you threw it furthest distance wins. All right. Mahim will take the greased up hog and give it a throw. Oof. And it slips 
out of this. I guess we didn't we didn't do the wager. Uh, I'll assume it was like a gold or something. Couple yeah. gold. Which okay. is quite a bit. All right. Ooh, both pretty poor rolls, but Wit got a nine total. Nine total. We'll do it. <laughs> nine feet instead of eight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he hands you, uh, I'm going to say we wagered two gold since that's a couple. A couple is a pair. So you get four gold back. All right. I'm surprised you did so, well, you went so slow on the ropes. You seem to be pretty good at this game. <laughs> really nothing to it. It's the uh, the practice that, that we got the other day from from spearing those... Those reef claws. Gotta ask, being able to board that quick, does that mean that you've had much experience being able to do that? Why, uh, yes. I was once a mercenary. Well, a pirate hunter. Turned pirate after all. Oh. But now, I do know when to follow the coin. That is a mighty interesting story. So you might be able to have some insight on on what these other pirate hunting parties are looking for. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Pirates typically carry a bounty. The higher the bounty, the nastier the pirate. But the greater reward if you take them down. Well, of, of course. I myself have found myself in in a previous position on a pirate ship that that was mainly just dealing with uh, avoiding said said pirate hunters it is equally as important to uh well to merely steer away Mm. the life of a pirate hunter is about keeping your head above water though and that's what happened to me a quarry run afoul I was offered to join up or give up my life. Ah. Choice is easy when it comes to that. Been there, done that, my friend. How about another go uh, using that those trons of yours? Mm, maybe one more gold, but then I'll have to call it a night. Farewell. 21 feet for Ooh. good old Mahin. Ooh. 12 total. <laughs> Looks like your luck has run out, my friend. But you still won more off of me than I won off of you. Yeah, that that might be true. Uh, better at uh, throw, throwing tridents than than I am these uh, these greased out balls here. Well, I, I best be best be going, and I I assure you that. I'll keep my aim true as you're up there in the front lines and I'll be be thrown from the back. <laughs> I expect you won't be on this ship for long. You'll be quickly following in the rest of our footsteps, I'm sure. And he bid yeah. you a good night. Can I influence? Or was there any sort of influence there? I th- Yeah, I guess you could. I'm trying to think like what you would want to use. You could obviously use the charisma checks, the diplomacy. What lures do you have? Navigation. You can maybe use that if you want to swing it in a way that's uh, 
you know, brings the conversation back to his, like, pirate hunting and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Gotta, gotta find those, uh, those secret channels and whatnot to hide out. Okay. 25 total. Uh, you succeed at taking Mahim from indifferent to friendly. Sweet. Nice. Wow. Anyone else doing something tonight? Yes. Grady barges up to the gambling part of the ship. (laughs) All right. Where the hell is Tam Tate? Who's asking? Tam the Cannonball Tate. Grady's asking. I seen your performance today. We scarcely need cannons amidships the way you throw your arm like that. (laughs) And what be you wanting from me? It makes me think you are holding back on your prior arm wrestling matches, and I want a taste of your full power. <laughs> I, you want a blast from the cannon? Well, you'll have it. Come here, old man. What do you wager? I'll plink down a gold against your arm. <laughs> I'll gladly take your arm. Athletics check, or is this a strength roll? Strength roll. Oh, no. I'm just rolling a plus one here. Oh, oh no. two on the die oh, for a three. No. Tam's got a twelve, and he just overwhelms you with just like the beefiest like hand, mitt and forearm on the ship, probably. And he just like lays your hand down. I'll be having that gold then. Aye, you shall. He tosses the gold onto the. Uh, uh, onto the barrel. Tell me, true. what gives you the bollocks to think you can take the narwhal on in an arm wrestling match? No offense, but you don't look particularly stout. I knew the odds were stacked against me, but you remind me of myself when I was younger and more spry and stout. Tell me, you ever been whaling in, in a prior life? What, what have you done to build up such a strength in your arm there? <laughs> Smithin? Well, partly. I was a shipwright once. Were you now? Aye. Aye, noble work that is. Mm, quite. Some of the best work, too. Been a fan of keeping up ships, and uh, you gotta be able to l- nearly lift a mast. They got you doing any of that work on this ship, or is it just the grunt work for you like the rest of us? <laughs> grunt work, unfortunately, but I take my time. I'm good at most of the tasks on the ship, so anytime I get to just help this beauty out, I'll patch a thing up or two. It's a damn shame that you got a, a a true tradesman role, a career expertise in your brain, and they're not using any of it. Mm, I, I figure I'll work my way up once I prove myself, but they haven't seen me in a fight or nothing. Not yet. I, I know everyone's itching for one. I'm not too uh, not too keen on being sent to the front lines of a boarding party, but that seems to be the way things are headed for us. Oh, that's the way of it. I see you got a pouch of ship nails on your chest. Are, are you some sort of carpenter too, or? Oh, in a sense, I uh, not so much with the uh, the heavy duty repairs and patchwork, but I know a thing or two about a thing or two about the more esoteric arts. Nails I got. Things I could do with them. Not so much to stabilize a ship, but 
to keep barnacles off her hull, or to ward him against spirits and whatnot. Things of the, uh, uh, of the more magical sense. Aye, that's also noble work. You can't be casting a ship off into the water without any wardens of those sorts. It's bad juju. Aye, it's important indeed. But, oh, I would have loved to see you on a whaling ship. In your, in your prime, you're currently in your prime, I think. Uh, my money against yours. I think you can throw a harpoon clean through a whale if you are so inclined. <laughs> <laughs> but. The narwhal kills a narwhal. Something for the papers. Aye, indeed. Well, consider me a fan, if anything else. And I can't wait to see what you do uh, when the time comes, be it in battle or in smithing. I did have a question, since you're connected to the spiritual and that kind of thing. You ever heard of a ship that prowls these waters? Ship that's able to sink beneath the waves without being damaged? I myself have only heard tall tales, but I'm curious of the craftsmanship of such a thing. Wondering if it's, well, something a shipwright might learn. Or something that only magic can do. Is this a, an esoteric lore check I could roll mm-hmm. on something like this? Okay. I think the diverse lore penalty applies, but I will roll this. A 15 total. 15 total. You've heard tall tales of that nature too. Although, you know, pinpointing a direct source for the rumor is a little bit fuzzy, but... What you do, what you have heard is that there's a ship out there that hunts other ships out there in the shackles, and it is able to kind of, instead of coming up upon them, it is able to breach like right next to them and board them. And this is likely what. Tam is talking about, though he seems about as fuzzy on the details as you. Well, I reckon I've heard the same tall tales that you have. And, uh, not a ship I'd like to see with me own eyes. Because it's death what follows a ship like that. Especially if it breaches close and gets a broadside in and back into the waves before the other ship knows what's going on. Aye. Dangerous, but for brave men, wouldn't it be Quite the, quite the prize, if you are be able to take such a thing, or at least learn about such a thing. Quite the prize indeed, but dreadful is the creature what can survive on such a ship, and operate it under those conditions. Oh, I. That's why I had to think that magic was at play, but I weren't sure. You actually rolled well enough on that esoteric lore to influence Tam. Yeah. Uh, so Tam has gone from indifferent to friendly. Yes, wonderful. Uh, after some more uh, chit-chat and banter, Grady will uh, offer him a swig of the chalice, uh, take a swig himself, and then head to below decks for sleep. Great. Is Calypso doing anything besides entertaining? Is there anyone else to talk to? Let's see. Again, Sam's is still not friendly just indifferent. I think most of the people that are not friendly have been talked to tonight. Mm-hmm. And I just last night uh, swung out on 
Sam's. So it doesn't feel like it makes sense to have another conversation. Forced. <laughs> that, that feels a little like harassment. Mm-hmm. Like I need to give it a, a day or two. Give it some time. I wish I could just do like a general, like general influence as I've play music and try to make people kind of what your first action was. It did help the rest of us. General influence. Yeah. Did anyone else do two actions? No, you just usually do because Uh, your first action is just performing every time. I think after my utter (laughs) failure today, maybe I go to bed early then. (laughs) After my failure today and my failure of speaking to people yesterday. Sounds good. It's been a rough time. Well, everybody heads to bed with a couple new friends and a little bit more information on those they don't know. And And we feel a little stronger. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Finish your boarding actions. We'll see you next week. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Skull and Shackles is copyright 2012. Skull and Shackles and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2E show, The Bestow Curse Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.